Welcome to the Partners in Leadership Author Podcast Series. In this series, we're interviewing CEO and three-time New York Times bestselling author Roger Connors. The topic of this podcast is Experience Types Part 2. This is a continuation of the discussion about experience types. This podcast is less than four minutes in duration. Roger, continuing our discussion of experience types. We've talked about type 1 and type 2 experiences. What's a type 3 experience? Type 3 experiences are experiences that will not affect prevailing beliefs because they are perceived as insignificant. They are viewed as a part of the normal pattern of doing business and as a result have a neutral effect on prevailing beliefs. Collecting a paycheck every two weeks is usually a type 3 experience. It does not affect prevailing beliefs. However, that would quickly become what we call a type 4 experience if there were not a paycheck when there should be. (laughs) So a type 4 is a negative experience? Yes, a type 4 experience is an experience that will always be misinterpreted, regardless of the amount or quality of the interpretation offered. One organization contracted for a $6 million renovation to their corporate cafeteria about 18 months before the economy crashed in their state. The company contracted for the renovation to happen, but construction wasn't scheduled to start until several months later, which happened to be after the economy started falling apart. So they made the decision before the economy crashed. That's right. In fact, things became so bad that they eventually had to lay off 1,400 people from an 8,000-person organization. People were literally walking out the front door with pink slips in their hands, only to be greeted with flatbed trucks loaded with materials to renovate the cafeteria. That's a type 4 experience for everyone who wasn't laid off. No matter how much time and energy you put into interpreting that experience, you will not be able to facilitate the beliefs you want people to have. I'm sure in this case, they wanted people to feel like they were investing in their people by renovating the cafeteria. That's correct. Instead, it came off as not really caring about their people. That's a type 4. In a culture change effort, the rule is to avoid type 4 experiences. Are there times when you can't avoid a type 4? Absolutely. Situations present themselves that require doing the right thing, but not having it be understood for what it is. What do you do then? Do the right thing and understand that it will be a type 4. Follow that with type 1s as quickly as you can in an effort to reinforce the beliefs you want people to hold. Could people game the system and create experiences just to influence thinking, but not really intend to follow through? You can manipulate anything, but you'll be found out. The employee population usually serves as a good check on the authenticity of what you're trying to do. If you're not sincere, they'll know it. It would seem that the idea is to create type 1 experiences. That's right. Recognizing that most experiences will be a type 2 and will require significant interpretation in order for people to form the desired beliefs. However, the more type 1 experiences you can create, the more quickly you will help people adopt the beliefs you need them to hold that are necessary to achieving your R2. Roger, fascinating discussion about experience types. Thank you for opening my eyes on how experience drives beliefs. And thank you to our listeners for taking the time to learn more about the Partners in Leadership approach. For additional information on key concepts mentioned here, check out other podcasts in this series. This podcast is a production of Partners in Leadership and is protected by copyright owned by Partners in Leadership. This content may not be used or rebroadcast without prior permission. For more information, visit www.ozprincipal.com or contact us at 800-504-6070.